Greetings, fellow Earthlings. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of And Another Thing with Dave. I want to thank all of our listeners from all over the world. Please do subscribe and share if you're not already. All right, let's get into it. So what do you think about idiots and indoctrination? What? Idiots and indoctrination? Idiots, meaning like um, most of the people in the United States, I think, are, are complete idiots because we don't have a free college education system. Mm-hmm. So I think it created a nation full of idiots, right? Mm. Um, and now we don't have any factory jobs. We don't have any jobs for all these idiots, but we got all these idiots. So what do we do? Right? That I have no idea. So what do you think is your solution? You said free health care for everybody? Well, I think we start grinding people up into dog food. What? Yeah, I think that would be a wonderful solution. You know, it, you know, provide a lot of wonderful food for our for our beloved pets, and it would get rid of these pesky people that you know, because we care more about our pets than we do about fellow humans, right? Right. So where would you start? So, yeah. Well, you know, of course, you start with the homeless people because we only care about rich people in the United States, right? So mm-hmm. we just round up all the homeless people, we ground them up into dog and cat food. And then, you know, okay, you can feel okay. better about yourself. Honestly speaking, you seem very upset and disappointed in the state, at the state of the United States. Why, why so much passion? Yeah, that's why I feel totally let down, disappointed, um, sidelined. Why, why? why are you personally disappointed? Um... Yeah, because um, <clears throat> I'm 53 and I'm the working poor mm. with that no health care and a bad back. Yeah, that's kind of frustrating. Yeah, um, beyond. And then you see you... systems put in place that keep that going and it's like, ah, and it just seems like a lot of people don't see these, don't see the big picture that these systems are put in place kind of on purpose. Of course. You know. Do you feel like you're, you don't have much option? Like you're sort of stuck in this place? Yes and no. I mean, um, I'm a pretty smart guy, so Mm -hmm. there's there's always options. You know, we can always create change. I'm a firm believer in in manifestation and the power of manifestation. Mm -hmm. Um, But, you know, but that's, that's like first world luxury right there. Right. That's like, that's some white privilege shit right there. Right. Cause who among us right now can can sit back and think like, what do I really want to do? What do I really want to be? Right. Mm -hmm. Like most of us Mm -hmm. are trying to pay rent. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, well, you know. what if I ask you that question? What do you want to be? What What do you hope for yourself in the next, I don't know, five years? Um, to be an author, doing a book tour, and speaking with people in public on the regular. Oh, wow. That's so I want to be on radio, 
I've got three book ideas. I want to I want to change the world. Wow. And I want to talk I want to talk to people about how we can do it together. But you know, but you get it, it, it's man, it's hard to stay positive and hard to stay focused in this world with these things coming at you. Yeah. At, at the pace that they are, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I feel like for the past, I guess, year or two, life has just been throwing everything at us, and it's for real. It's like hard. Oh, yeah, man. we're like treading water at this point, and yeah, I'm I'm running out of energy. Um, yeah, and 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 then we're the ones that are like you know mentally strong or whatever. Our mm-hmm. our brothers and sisters that that weren't so strong going in, mm-hmm. Gee, mm-hmm. they're not doing so great right now. You know. Yeah, yeah, I know of a friend who appears put together on the outside. Like, he has his house, he has his house paid for, he has a wife, they both work, they have a kid on the way, like, they're stable. On the outside, they look very stable. And so I kind of, yeah, I didn't talk to him um, as much during this whole shutdown thing. And I recently contacted him again, and he had told me that he was actually admitted into a psychiatric ward because he was breaking down. He's losing his shit. Wow. And this is somebody, this is somebody you're looking at like, wow, Mr. Stable, right? Mm -hmm. Mr. has his shit together. Mr. I don't have to worry about him, but. Right. So I got a similar story, right? Like I'm 53. Mm -hmm. My brother's 10 years older. One of his best friends, right? Early 60s. This was a couple of years ago. So the guy was early 60s. Um, Maybe late fifties, early sixties, right in there, right? Yeah. Owned his house, yada yada yada. Two kids, loved mm-hmm. his wife, loves his kids. Fucking blew his brains out. Oh my god! All freaked out about finances. Ooh. And that's the thing we've become so dependent on monetary things, on money, yeah. and and having oh, yeah. things and and you know being able to afford things and like it's very hard to live uh without money these days but i i just i hate that that is our goal is to collect well, I, things I, that give us value i so agree with you because we need it to exist right but i hate mm-hmm. the like oh i want a I want a mini mcmansion on the golf course why right because right. you were programmed to think that that means you're happy Mm-hmm. Like yeah, you know, I want I want a new shiny car, even if I have to make a four hundred and fifty dollar monthly payment. Like, no, don't do a yeah. car payment. No, <laughs> the worst idea possible. Oh my god, I had this friend. She's like, she's a caretaker, so she's not making bank, right? She's not stacking cash, mm-hmm. and and her car takes a dump on her and she has to do something in an emergency and i'm like okay let me let me you know let me help i bought a bunch of cars i'll help you out blah 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 yeah. she went to the dealership i'm like eh, don't know you never go to the dealership oh my god you know yeah and then she and she she got emotional she fell in love with the car and she walked out of there with a 350 dollar plus tax monthly car payment like wow and this is somebody who has housing instability. 
is on food stamps. Like, are you kidding me, girl? What are you doing? What did you yeah. just do? You don't have You just set yourself up. Then she got her car repoed because she couldn't make the payments. And and I'm talking to her and she's like, oh, I got to give them 1800 bucks to get my car back. I'm like, girl, you got to okay. let it go. Yeah. You could take that 1800 and pay for a car cash. But mm-hmm. she couldn't hear me. She's like, no, no, I love my car. I got to get my car back. It's right. not right. your car. No. It you doesn't. didn't pay for it yet. Right. And that's what I don't like about the Western world. So I was born in Africa. And in Africa, oh, cool. there's no loans. You don't have, you don't owe anybody. You know, there's no such thing. People don't really use for credit really? cards as often. Yeah. For real? So you either have money or you don't. And or you don't. Home, yeah. Girl, so check, home, check this out, girl. That's how it was when I grew up, right? Like, yeah. like you would look around your neighborhood and, and only a couple people had new cars. Most right. people had old ass cars. And, yep. and you could tell the kind of money somebody made by what mm-hmm. they drove because exactly. nobody was making car payments. You had to pay it cash. Exactly. And every single home that someone lived in has been paid in full. Because they own, yep. there's no mortgage, there's no borrowing, there's nothing like that. That but is over so cool. Here, it's just like our lives are just, you know, steeped in debt, and it's normal to have like thousands and thousands of dollars in debt. Yeah, I told somebody that I had four thousand dollars in debt, and they're like, "Oh, that dude, that's nothing." I'm like, "What?" Mm-hmm. Yeah, like yeah. That, to me, that's like it's insane. It's it's, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm trying to pay it off because it makes me uncomfortable. Exactly. But and no, I don't ever want that again. That's society. somebody with it. That's somebody that's got something over me, and I don't like that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, man. And I, I, I did. I did not know that about yeah. Africa. That's so cool. Yeah. So it's 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 a different. I don't know. It's it's a totally different ball game over there. There's a lot more problems over there. Um, like the poor rich divide is humongous. Um, well, yeah, but like, we could talk about that. We could yeah. talk about that. I, I think the U.S., the U.S., France, the U.K., they created that right by mm-hmm. by imperialism by sucking the wealth out of Africa. Right, the mm-hmm. De Beers family, man, they own yeah. all the diamond mines. Yeah, and they're from frickin' the Netherlands or some shit. Yeah. Yep. I so agree. I, I totally I, I'd be like, I'm sorry, I kicked the De Beers family off the continent and we're gonna repossess those diamond mines. F you, yeah. they're ours. Yeah. Right. That's the thing well, that I'm really frustrated with Africa perfect. is that I don't think people or Africans don't really see the value in Africa itself. Um, well, nobody like, does. Yeah. Because I, yeah. I, I I was brainwashed to think that there was nothing there, right? Mm-hmm. All my childhood. All my books, yeah. everything. I was never yeah. taught about kings and queens of ancient Africa. You know what? You know what they even taught us? That oh, I, I'm Egypt, <laughs> Egypt almost didn't even seem like it was in Africa. Right? Wow. Because they, they didn't tell me that. But they never mm-hmm. did tell me that Egypt is in Africa. Right? right? It was always like, oh, we got these... Poor, you know, we got these ignorant natives over here in Africa, and then oh, yeah. we got Egypt. It's like, mm-hmm. motherfucker, that's the same place. It's yeah, it's literally the same thing. <laughs> yes, 
that's why there's a huge divide of, of between like northern Africa and pretty much like the rest of Africa because they consider themselves Middle Eastern. And yes, I feel so lucky to talk are, with you right now. What that? I feel so lucky to talk with you right now because oh. I'm so passionate. About, I'm so passionate about this. this. Because I was going off, I was going off about the U.S. Right, but we could go mm-hmm. off about some world shit because the U.S. is fucking up the whole world with what we're doing. Yeah. My um, goodness, I I live and, in Canada, and Canada is awful. It's been really bad. Is it? Yeah, it's it's kind That's of true. depressing because we we always say, oh, one of the greatest things about Canada is we have great access to healthcare, and healthcare is fantastic over here, and it's free. But there's right. there's a catch, right? And because it's free, it means everybody's accessible. It's accessible uh-huh. to everyone, right? And yeah, it's it's just now that we're moving to vaccinate people in their thirties, and we won't be vaccinating people that are younger for a very long time. And the list is wow. so long. Um, those are the priority, yeah, and like those are the people that, that are out mingling, bar hopping, going to spring break, right? Mm-hmm. Exactly, the ones that are spreading it. Uh, we are currently yeah. in our third wave, and there's no end in sight at all. Yeah. Um, we don't produce any of our own vaccines, and so we have to depend on people sending them over, which everybody's being stingy, which is understandable. That's, that's crazy. It's insane. And so they're extending the, yeah, so the the Ministry of Health is going against the manufacturers of the vaccines and are Good. extending Fuck. well, no, not really. They're extending the time between the first and second dose. So Pfizer, oh, for example, what? yeah, Pfizer, for example, I thought, I thought you meant they were going against the manufacturers and gonna make their own vaccine. I was oh, like, oh no. sweet, yeah. No. well, they are trying. There are some. Um, companies here that are trying, but we're so far behind that by the time it comes out, it's it's going to be pointless. Because because I just read that's a thing too, right? So Pfizer, Johnson, all these companies, they want to keep their patent, they want to keep mm-hmm. their 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 royalties, they want to they want to make money. Oh, for sure. So for sure. the World Health Organization is going, hey, wait a minute, we got to forego the patent laws right now. We're in a worldwide mm-hmm. pandemic. Yep. And these companies are going, well, wait a minute. Like, mm-hmm. no. So, you know, so the U.S. is not helping. The no. U.S. could step in and be like Pfizer, Moderna, Johnson & Johnson. You're doing it for free. Straight yeah. up. Yeah. Done. They could do that with a signature. It's a freaking world crisis. <laughs> but yeah. guess what? We care more about profit than we do mm-hmm. about people, though. Mm-hmm. And that's I mean, there it is. That right? really bothers me. It's awful. Me too. It's really, too. really awful. It's it's immoral. It's mm-hmm. immoral, right? I'm not a religious person, but I know right oh, and wrong. Am I. <laughs> yeah. You know, mm-hmm. my father was a minister, so I saw the hypocrisy in the church like early oh. on. Oh my god, we have so many topics to talk about because <laughs> I like, was raised like, Christian and the hypocrites. Raise me. Oh, <laughs> well, check this out, girl. So, by the time I was five, I saw mm-hmm. the hypocrisy, and I told my dad he had to pay me to go to church. Oh, and 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 he was okay with that. He paid me to go to what? church. 
Wow. By the time by the time I was nine, I'm like, you know what? The money's not worth it. These people are full of shit. I'm not mm-hmm. going. Mm-hmm. He, Good for he, you. He threw me in the car, drove drove me to church, but I refused to get out of the car. I'm like holding on to the front seat and I would not let go. I'm like kicking him and screaming and shit. My would goodness. not go. And <laughs> and so he had to leave me, he had to leave me in the car. Like I was like a, you know, pain in the ass. I was that kid. So he had to leave me in the car. That was the last time I've ever been to church, nine years old. I'm like, nope. I saw that guy say this thing, and then I saw him out in society, and he totally did the opposite. He's a two-faced piece of shit. Wow. And I was nine when I got that, nine. right? Nine. That's impressive. So, so anybody that's still bowing to that and, like, you know, buying that whole thing, like, hey, whatever. If it keeps you from killing people, awesome. Yeah. Go to church. Yeah. Totally. You know? <laughs> totally. If you're a more righteous person and you're nicer and what by all means you do you. But it's the, you the hypocrites you. that are judgmental and are saying, Well, Thank you can't you. be gay, you can't abort that child, you can't do this, you can't do I'm that. I'm sorry, like, but Ooh. but if if we think Jesus was a real person, he hung out with gay people and hookers, he probably mm-hmm. smoked weed. We, we oh, know he yeah. drank wine, and we mm-hmm. know he didn't judge motherfuckers and he accepted everybody. Period. <laughs> so I think he was just like I I call Jesus the original hippie, the OH. Oh right? probably. Probably. Right? Mm-hmm. Exactly, mm-hmm. right? And I bet that I, pisses religious people off, right? Yeah, for sure. But I just like I picture Jesus with some dreads. He was probably black because he lived in the Middle East. So come on, oh, he wasn't white oh, with blue eyes. He was not on. white with blue eyes. <laughs> so he was probably oh, a dreadhead. Sitting down at a drum circle. Oh yeah. He probably played a, probably played a mean guitar. He could probably play Maybe the drums a bongo too. Or I, bet two. I bet he <laughs> Maybe sang. A bongo. I bet he sang. And I bet he rolled a mean joint. Oh, for sure. For sure. My here, here is people like the people's depictions of Jesus is just not human at all. Like we're supposed to be made in the likeness of God, right? Is this what Christians say? Yeah. And so right. why is why would he be perfect? We're not perfect. No one on this planet is perfect. Why would he Whoa, wait, be... whoa, 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 whoa. I want to slow your roll there for a minute. Perfect. He's a pale ass motherfucker that can't go out in the daylight for ten minutes without some sunscreen. <laughs> that ain't perfect. That ain't perfect. We live on Earth where there's sunshine. That ain't perfect. Oh my god. I need I need SPF like ninety five. That ain't perfect. You need, you need to tell me what chapter or what book it said Jesus was getting sunburns. Now I'm invested. I think that was the Satanic book. <laughs> oh my god! If God is real, I'm so screwed. I really am. God is within God is, God is within all of us, right? Yeah. Good and evil is within right? each single person. And so I feel so like I if if I was to be how are you gonna do people, how are you gonna treat people, that's that's you know, that's all it is. Right. So I feel like if I if I was Christian, being myself is honoring God. That would probably be the best way I could represent God or make him happy is just to be myself, whether I'm gay, whether I'm a trans, whether I'm, I don't know, 
black, white, Asian, whatever I choose to be is to honor God. Well, if you even follow that train of thought through, you didn't choose to be that. God made you that. Mm-hmm. See? Bam. <laughs> Ooh. Right? So if you're going to believe that shit, then you got to believe that shit. Exactly. God and created everything on earth, except for the gay yes. people, and except for mm-hmm. this, and except for cockroaches, and except for mosquitoes. Oh, no, not no, spiders, you though. You fuck spiders. Yeah, you can <laughs> go to hell. <laughs> oh, come on, spiders eat eat flies. I don't care. I when I was younger, I was I can't remember how old I was. I was maybe about like seven years old, and I saw this massive ass like spider. This was back home in Africa, and I lost. I was going to say you're that's... talking a massive African spider, huh? Yes. See, now, <laughs> now I'm now I'm scared. Now I'm like, kill it, kill it, kill it. Exactly. <laughs> See, that was the inception of the fear. And so I think it's totally valid. <laughs> My but life was threatened. But I wish I, yeah, well, exactly. So that's a whole different reality from my reality. But I wish I could show you a picture because I got a friendly little spider living up in the corner of my room. Oh my gosh. Wait, is this a pet spider? I don't know. It's got a web up there and he just kind of chills up there. He or she. And I just come. It chills up there and I chill down here. I don't know about all that. Like a couple of dead things in the web and shit. Oh no, <laughs> no. It's, it's crawling the must have heard me talking about it. Oh god, I just oh. oh I mean, there's only like like in, like in the U.S. There's only like three kinds of spiders that can fuck you up, right? The brown the brown recluse, the black widow, mm-hmm. and the wolf spider. Beyond that, you know, it's it's not even like a bee sting. Even for most people, 90% of people, a black widow bite is like a bee sting. Unless you happen to be allergic to a black widow. But, Fun know, fact, I've never been stung by a bee before. That Well, that's, you're lucky. Why, why is it that everybody has been stung by a bee except for me? Everybody not, I know not, has been stung. It's not the end of the world, but it's not fun. Oh, my God. So I was five years old once. Had to, I had this lollipop, right? Mm-hmm. And I, I, take it out, I take it out of my mouth, and I'm, like, talking to somebody or something. Yeah. And three freaking yellow jackets landed on it. And then I put it back in my mouth. Oh, Jesus. <sighs> And the, and they all stung me in my tongue. Oh god! Like multiple times because yellow jackets can they don't die so they can just like. Oh. Like, this is awful. Yeah, my tongue was like almost didn't fit in my face anymore. Oh god! <laughs> yeah, you were five. It wasn't much tongue to begin with. Yeah. Right. Wait. So yeah. what? What would you do to alleviate? Hey, a so, bee ladies, sting? if you want to know, that's how it happened. Yeah. <laughs> I owe it all to that bee sting. Oh my god! Can you imagine if someone opens up a penis enlarging clinic and it's just like bees <laughs> lined up ready to sting you? Forty-two bee stings. Okay, bite this leather thing. <laughs> <laughs> this is a business idea. I feel like we should patent this before it gets stolen. I was just going to say, I think we just came up with a million dollar idea. 
I mean, hello. <laughs> and, and and we offer it free to like corporate executives just because, you know, Ooh. I would like to sting them in the cock for free. <laughs> oh, for sure. Absolutely. That would be oh. perfect. <laughs> when I was when I was in my twenties, I had these two roommates in San Francisco that were uh, from from Germany, from Hamburg, Germany, yeah. And they were yeah. both, and they were both dominatrixes. Whoa! And, and I'm like, tell me about your job. And they're like, okay. okay you, they're like, do you really want to hear? I'm like, fuck yeah, I want to hear about it. Are you kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> like, right? I'm a curious woman, and this is crazy. Like, what? Wow. So these corporate pigs would hire them to treat them like a piece of garbage, right? Because imagine like the CEO wow. of Bank of America or whatever. They're just bossing people around all day, right? Yeah. But their biggest fetish is to not be in control. My goodness. Isn't that true? So that is one of the guys. Creepy. Yeah. So one of the guys, and it gets it gets creepy deep. Like one mm-hmm. of the guys was like, I want you to do the mommy thing. I want to be a bad boy. And and oh. here's an overly here's an overly ripe banana. I want you to squish this up and put it in this diaper and then I'll wear the diaper. I'm like, what? No. no. <laughs> like this is and, full and, on and humiliation. And yo, that's all it was. They would there was no sex. It was just humiliation. They would spit on them, walk on them in high heels. Dig their oh heels into their back, whip them, piss on them. I no sex. Like that. I kind of like right? it. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, you go, girl. How do I get a job doing this to like the CEO of Bank of America? Because you know, that's like so my fantasy gig. But I guess you got to oh be a cute chick. Um, kind of a drag. Uh, yeah, okay. So that's <laughs> a negative for me. <laughs> Well, it's definitely a negative for me because I'm a not so cute dude. So I guess I'm out of sight right there. But fuck, can you believe that? That's that's real talk. I'm like, this is absolute true story from the horse's mouth, from the dominatrix's mouth. Wow. I couldn't. The banana one blew me away. I couldn't believe that's it. I'm like, Ew. and it's specific. That's... You you could tell he thought about it, and he was like, "Oh no, oh, this is my so time." Much thought. <laughs> And then, and then it's like these are the people that are running our society and our businesses. They're psychopaths. Mm-hmm. They're insane. They're crazy. People. Well, I mean, you can't get that powerful without being a little, you know, sketchy. Thank you for saying that. Um, right. I just watched. A, I just watched a podcast that that it was breaking down, and it was like any person that rises to the level of a billionaire. Um, a, a four, Fortune 500 CEO, any of that level, like top of the level. Oh, you're muted. Sorry, I got a phone call. Um, <laughs> they're sociopaths. They, oh, for sure. They do things to get ahead that could land them in jail, that mm-hmm. would ostracize them from society if they got caught. But they do it because the end result is worth whatever by any means necessary right mm, they, yeah. they they incorporate the fucking malcolm x shit our corporations incorporate sure. the malcolm x ideal absolutely but, but absolutely. we the freedom fighters don't doesn't mm-hmm. that suck yeah uh, it, it does <laughs> totally does yeah like like my whole life the right wing 
has been assassinating leaders from the left mm-hmm. and the left wing goes out and protests peacefully in the street and waves a flag. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So one of them has snipers and the other mm-hmm. one has like a flag and a banner. Flags. Who's mm-hmm. going to win? <laughs> I'm betting on the flags, but I'm not sure. <laughs> yeah. Well, the flags, if they pick up sniper rifles eventually. Right. Yeah. By oh any means necessary. God. By any means necessary. Absolutely. Yeah. Fight so fire with fire. I don't really trust anybody who has a lot of power. Like, no. a lot of people were really um, happy. Oh my God, with we have a message. <gasps> oh, we do. Can I play it? Yeah, go ahead. Okay, hold that thought though, Obama. <laughs> okay. What's up, Dave? How you doing, Lola? Wormsy. Bro, I had a dark, dark day today, and, 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 and the reason I'm commenting is because it's very involved with this, like, I get, like, I'm pretty sure that me and Dave differ in some things when it comes to the politics, but, like, I get everything he's feeling right now about being sidelined and left behind. I'm I'm, I'm a little younger, but I'm still at this point, like, Dave knows me, Dave knows I'm, I, I do music, I also paint, I do lots of creative things and I've never been set in a position to get paid for that so it's always just been blah 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 the stuff I love never makes me money and so now I'm at this point where I'm gonna have to fucking you know get off my ass and go work for some asshole and barely make enough to not get kicked out of wherever I'm living so yeah I feel you dude wow that was really sad wow worm sheep if you're do we still have anybody in? Is he still here? I hope don't you're know. still here, Worm. Um, if you're still listening, Worm, bro, I'm sending you a digital hug, bro, because I'm right there with you, man. Right mm-hmm. there with you. The most I've ever made for doing my art is like a hundred bucks divided by four, and that was oh, our best yes. gig, best gig ever. Most times it was two free beers, right? So, oh. so you bust your ass write a bunch of lyrics, practice four days a week for two hours a, a, a time, like a, a full-on part-time job for 10 years. Hey, come on down. Do it for free. We'll give you two free beers. Awesome. Oh, my God. And then, awful. and I totally feel him. He's an amazing rapper. Worm is, he's he's what I call a machine gun rapper. He, he's a, a, a cunning linguist. He rap. He can move his fucking lips faster than I can even think. It's like, what the <laughs> fuck, bro? Like, how do you do that? I have, I, you know, I can sing like a motherfucker. This guy. Oh, wow. Oh, you didn't, you didn't have to tell me that. <laughs> now but, um, I need something. Now I need a sample. <laughs> you can't just throw that out. Like, come on. Oh, all right. What do you want me to sing? Oh, God, I don't know. Ooh. Um, do you know any Luther Vandross? I don't. He's like <gasps> the king of smooth, too. He's like he the, the panty-dropping panty king, so I should know a Luther song, right? You should know a Luther song. Because I'm single, but damn, I don't. That's the way <laughs> to a woman's heart is Luther Vandross. <laughs> right? But he's got um, that, like, super buttery smooth, right? Oh That's his thing, right? That was not bad. Oh my. Okay, you choose. Sing me your favorite song. 
Since I was five. Wow. Since the bee sting. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I mean, I grew up, my mom was singing, like, slave songs in the kitchen. You know, I've been working on the railroad, shit like that. Yeah. Um, so I grew up just knowing that shit and loving, like, the fucking, and, and chiming in with harmonies, you know, because I got three brothers and sisters and a dad. Well, I used to have a dad. Hospital killed him. A few <gasps> traveling nurses. Um, what? But, Wait, yeah. what? Yeah, hospital killed my dad like 13 years ago. Oh my god, I am so sorry. Thanks. Wait, oh, uh, if you don't mind me asking, what, what happened? He went in for a minor heart procedure that my uh, sister's ex-husband does 10 times a day without he's never lost somebody he's been doing it for 20 years yeah so my dad went in for that procedure could have gone home the same day some cunt traveling nurse whore that did not know the hospital gave him too much of a blood thinner and he had high blood pressure so instantly gave him a stroke and put him in a coma then she came back and at two hours later gave him more blood thinner and sealed the no. deal oh no oh no yeah I could kill that fucking person. Oh, I'm so sorry. And it's our system, right? Like, why do you have traveling nurses? Oh, it's a great job. I get to go live in Hawaii, then California. And you got to learn a new hotel, new hospital, and a new every procedure. Time. Every fucking time. It's ridiculous. There should It shouldn't be a thing. Like, your car gets more continuation of service than you do at the hospital. Crazy. When you bring your car for an oil change, it stays with the same fucking person. Exactly. I saw my dad get seven different fucking nurses after the whore that killed him. Oh my goodness. I'm so sorry. Oh my god, that's awful. So our whole system is broken. Everything about our system is broken. They don't care about people. It's all about profit. It's all about profit first. And then, you know, Chiming into what Worm was saying. You know, if you're over mm -hmm. 35, yeah, fuck you. I don't care about your art. There's somebody yeah. pretty doing something, right? <laughs> wow. That is awful. And, you know, I, I'm a very ones and zero type of person. Like, I, I'm not artistic at all. There's not an artistic bone in my body. And I'm so envious of people that can just express themselves in an art form and something that comes natural to them like you you don't have to learn how to paint some people are so, just born with natural talent and they can so worm and i are those that, people worm and i are those impressive. people right he he paints he 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 does he writes lyrics he he's an mm -hmm. amazing 
deliverer through rap. He he makes mm-hmm. beats, blah, 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 on and on and on and on and on. I sing. I love photography. I love doing graphic design. You know, I make beats. Uh, you know, yeah. I, I, I want. I got three books in me. Mm-hmm. But our society doesn't support he and I. We have to go work for some asshole right. in some shitty job that's going to suck the life out of us. And then after 40 hours of doing that, are you going to be inspired to create your art? Really? Yeah. Are you? I no, you're not. That. You're going to fucking grab a six pack and go back and do it again. And that's what they want. Mm-hmm. That's what they want. Art is because- subjective. And it, it's it's very hard for people to be united when it comes to art because, like for example, it is, but it isn't, right? Okay, like yeah. Every, everybody at a concert is united, but that's the same. Everybody's into that same artist, right? So when you talk mm-hmm. about art, it's like we all love art, but right. it, yeah, it's very it's very personal. It's extremely personal. Very personal. I mean, and it's like. like it's like religion or sex. Like there's nothing more personal than the art that you like. And if I say your arts, the art that you like sucks, sucks, you'll be like, fuck you asshole. Yeah. It's, are you saying I have no value? Like I, I have no taste, like fuck you. Right. Right. That that would be the biggest insult. If I said, Oh, "Oh, the art that you like is horrible. Like Mm -hmm. what? And who am I to say that? It's just my perception. All I have is my perception. Mm -hmm. So, I can't talk about your perception because I can't see that, right? right? Right. I'm literally blind to it. I can imagine what it's like, but mm-hmm. that's me going into fantasy mode and, and intuition right. and blah, blah, blah. Right? Mm. Wow, you're awesome. I'm, I'm what? You're awesome. You inspire oh. me to think. Oh. And, and that's... You know, you're an awesome human being. Oh my god, wow. I don't think anybody has ever said that. That is insane. Thank you. You're awesome. Yeah. Tell your parents they did a hell of a job. Well, they did a pretty shitty job, in my opinion. In my okay, opinion. well then you made up for it. And you made up for it. <laughs> somebody did something. Somewhere. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. I don't know. I I just like to. I don't. I don't know. This is just me. I guess. (laughs) I actually thought at some point in my life that I was a very bad person, and we all can be. We all mm -hmm. have that potential, right? Absolutely. But I thought the core and my entire being was to be bad, and hell no. You could choose what you want to be. Right? And this like you, was, could, you could be a serial killer or you could be a saint. Right. The choice is yours. And it, it was ingrained in my head from pretty young. I think it's because of the way my mom sort of treated me. And we're not going to get into that. But oh, I'm sorry. That sucks. I, I had the opposite. I was always told, like, you could be president, which, you know, is kind of a curse because... Now I'm one of these guys that's like, I just want to do my art. And, and mm-hmm. people are going to appreciate me for my art. Like, no, dude, get a fucking job. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know. <laughs> Go work for, at a place that you don't enjoy and is taxing on your mental health and yeah. physical health in some cases. Yeah. 
like I bitched to my brother and he's like, dude, I've never had a job that fed my soul. I always mm-hmm. do that after work. I'm like, okay. Okay. Well, that's your choice. <laughs> yeah. Your <laughs> choice. But he, to do that. Right. But he tells me like, get over it. Right. Mm-hmm. Like you're living in a fucking utopia. I'm like, well, fuck, I'm trying to create utopia. But if we don't try yeah. to create it, it'll never exist. Right. Period. So Period. there we go. So if we don't start the revolution, will mm-hmm. it be televised? I don't know. Right. I don't think so. Right. <laughs> I think you're very brave for taking control of your life because everybody else just kind of goes with the flow and is like, well, I'm supposed to do X, Y, and Z at this point in my life. Therefore, that's what I'm going to do at all costs. But I admire you for taking that time to just be like, no, what am I meant to do for me? What is in my best interest? Not in the best interest of society or my parents or my brother or whoever. What is in the best interest of me? And what is But you know what I almost me? think about what my calling is? Mm-hmm. Is oh, I what's in the best interest of society? Like I was told by this Intuit chick that I met in Ashland, Oregon, mm-hmm. that I'm a yellow light warrior. And I'm meant to lead us into the next revolution. Wow. Okay. So I, so, I took so that you, serious. You believe in like, a destiny. That's you a lot of responsibility, it. right? Right. You believe so, you're destined for something. I don't know about all that. Kind of. I mean, I feel kind of like that. I I totally agree. I, I do. I sort without, of think that without my... Without trying to sound egotistical, right? Because I'm super, <laughs> super insecure at the same oh, yeah. time. But yeah. I do feel like, yeah, I'm supposed to do something here, you know? I'm mm-hmm. here for a fucking reason. Right. And even if you aren't, there's no harm in actually doing something, you know? Right. And so but no, I am. I, I, so I took a half gram of mushrooms and I went and sat on top of a mountaintop by myself. Mm-hmm. And I was like, universe, tell me what is my purpose? Right. And, and I got an answer. First. Wow. First, I realized there's nothing different between me and a blade of grass or the Mm -hmm. ant crawling on that blade of grass. I'm like, wow, what's up? We're all the same. This is amazing. Yeah. Had that amazing epiphany. And that was life changing. But then I had this download that my purpose is to make people laugh or smile. Wow. Just that simple. I like that. And that then I awesome. and then I want to I want to weave into that, making them laugh or smile while telling them a brutal truth that they don't want to hear. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right? Yeah. Like the shit we've been talking about, because otherwise, exactly. if you just tell shit, if you just tell people shit that makes them laugh and smile, are you changing anything? Right? No, not you really. Making, you making anything better? Not really. Huh? Yeah. So I don't want to just be happy hour entertainment. You know, yeah. I don't want to just be the dancing, dancing, singing monkey. You know, look at me. Mm -hmm. I'll make you laugh Mm -hmm. and smile. But you are very giving in the in the sense that I mean, just thinking that your purpose is to. I don't I don't want to use the word serve, but to help other people is very admirable. Well, to help some, but definitely mm-hmm. to 
do the opposite to helping some, <laughs> right? Right. Like, yeah. Like full on, re- full on revolution. I don't, and I don't mean some Martin Luther King like pie in the sky mm-hmm. Gandhi type shit. I mean like real ass revolution. Right. I mean, and it's never, it takes. and it's never pretty, and it's always bloody. Oh, for sure. And it always brings change. And if we look at mm-hmm. history, you know, Gandhi created some change. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Martin Luther King created some change. But it yeah. was the people that put themselves on the front lines of those marches that took those billy clubs and maybe right. even swung back that made the change. Right. Right? Right. So you could sit on a pupit and talk all fucking day long. That's not going to do shit. Get in the streets like Martin did and Malcolm did. Mm-hmm. That brings change. Right. And like BLM did, like Occupy did, right? We came so close with both of those movements, but they mm-hmm. both got snuffed out. Oh my God. You know? And they were both really the same thing. Society mm-hmm. reached a boiling point where it was yep. fed up with this oppressive regime keeping a cap on shit. Yeah. A, financial, and B, you know, oppression and, and just murdering us in the streets. And it's, and it's mm-hmm. really tied to the same thing, the financial oppression. Oh, yeah. It all goes Absolutely. back to the money. Mm-hmm. So it really is all tied to Occupy. Yeah. You know? Wow. We've touched on a lot of topics in this conversation. You think? <laughs> oh my god. We I literally know. went all around the world. I like it. That's awesome. I feel like I have a different perspective on things. I think I need to take more control of my life and sort of do things that make me happy and... I'm going to start doing that. I'm going to start microdosing mushrooms to try to solve my own depression. <laughs> I'm serious. I just, did, for me. I just did a bunch of research on that earlier today. I did see a documentary about microdosing hallucinogens in general and like, you know, hardcore drugs. And there were a lot, there was a lot of insight because my, like I said, growing up Christian, I was I was very sheltered, and mm-hmm. my perspective on anything, even like weed, is like, oh my God, that will kill me, or it'll send me to hell. And I'm smoking weed right now. That, so am I. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. Anyway, so to hear that there are benefits to it is unfathomable like it's insane we're in a new era we're in a Mm -hmm. new era and this is something that that i'm a super intuitive person um i've got a crazy sense of intuition like with with certain partners i've had like Mm -hmm. we could communicate distantly like, we would tell each other to call each other and be like, oh, dude, you just told me to call you, huh? Yep. <laughs> like, whoa. Wow, that is insane. Crazy, right? Wow. So, so I get these messages sometimes, and that's the best way I can say it. Mm. Um, like a download of truth, right? 
Mm. And one of the things I've known it, for the longest it, time is that is that psychedelics are a portal to give us communication to other to beings in other dimensions that we cannot see on our day to day life. Because just like our mm. hearing, right, we hear from twenty thousand hertz to to forty hertz. But there's so many more sounds, like a dog can hear so much more than we can hear. Like a dog whistle, you don't hear it. So imagine, imagine the visual equivalent of that. There's all kinds of Mm -hmm. stuff literally existing right in front of us right now that we just can't see. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. We can't see, we can't feel, we can't taste, we can't. Right, whole other dimensions. We can't interact with. Or, or can we? But then we, we're given these tools that, that allow us a portal to interact it, it on a limited basis, at least, right? Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. I've communicated with other beings. Mm. Oh, really? I don't, I don't know who or what the fuck they were, but I talked to them. In what state? Were you asleep? Um, oh, no, I was dream? on Salvia Divinorum. Oh. One of the most potent psychedelics, right? And it, I, mm. I believe it's still legal. You can get it at head shops. And I you take one so. puff of you take one puff of this stuff and it transports you to another dimension. Literally. And so so do you feel immersed in this environment that you're in? Like are your senses Aware oh, yeah. of your no, you, yeah. Wow. Your your ego totally dissolves, so there was no day. I didn't exist. And I'm just observing. I'm just like atoms floating through space, right? No body, mm. no nothing, no identity. Like mm, but nice. I wasn't afraid. But I wasn't afraid, right? right. It was weird. I well, I went in with friends, a guardian that was six foot eight that I trust with my life. So I went in, you know, you got to do it in the right setting, set and setting, yeah. right? Set and yeah. setting is everything for psychedelics. So I did, you know, I, I took care of the foundation and that was all good. So I went in with the best possible mindset. And, but what I saw was the end of the world, literally the end of the world. Right. Um, charred remains of, of buildings. Of, of the entire world, yeah, of Earth, um, like the end of humanity. Not the end mm. of the world, right, because t- the planet will continue, it always does, but it'll shake mm-hmm. us off like fleas, right? Right, um, right, right. Yeah, so it was hardcore. And somebody told me they'd never seen somebody stand up and walk on this stuff. I got up, ran a zigzag pattern to go out to, through two different doors and ran out to the front of my flat in San Francisco so I could look at what I was seeing in my head because I was seeing the buildings across the street but just charred mm-hmm. remains of them like mm. you know like an earthquake and fire just happened so right, I'm like right, oh right. my fucking god and it was so realistic I had to go and look and I went and looked and I'm still seeing the same thing I'm physically standing there looking, and I'm still seeing the same thing. Wow. Mind blow. Mind blow. Then my friend reaches out to touch me, and it was like he reached through a balloon. I could see his fingers permeate this balloon that was surrounding me, my 
little reality bubble, I guess. Mm-hmm. And his fingers came. Imagine if you took a balloon and just poked your fingers, like with an open hand, poked your fingers into the balloon. And then you right. looked at that from the inside of the balloon. That's what I was seeing. Wow. And then, and as soon as he touched my shoulder, I was like, bam, back to reality. And then I cussed him out. I'm like, motherfucker, oh my God, I was having an experience. Why'd you do that? Why'd you stop it? <laughs> wow. This is insane. Yeah. Okay. So I have so many questions. Um, so then I did it again to see, right? If you could go back. And I did. To the same. Same like, exact thing. Or like the same. Oh, yep. wow. Was it, so it wasn't the same experience, but it was the same people. Same uh, place. Same environment. No right. people, yeah. There was no people. I was like the only human left on Earth. And I wasn't even on okay. Earth. I was just like viewing it like a movie. Mm-hmm. Wow. Oh, wow. So how many times since then did you try it again like was this just those times like just those two two times okay back to back to back that one day oh i see okay okay so it wasn't on two separate days no it was bam i went right back because i was like so bummed that he interrupted my trip i'm like oh my god i gotta go back let me try this again and they're like what (laughs) he's like he's like what i don't know if you could do that i'm like i'm trying (laughs) <laughs> right <laughs> wow this is incredible yeah because I've, I've never um, tried any sort of like psychedelics or I just smoke weed that's about it and even then well, like, I, I think everybody should start everybody should start their journey into this if you know with, with research first of all right and oh, you want to sure. make sure you don't you may want to make sure you don't have a heart condition. You don't have yeah. a family like tendency for, you know, there's no family history of schizophrenia, anything like that. Right. Um, so do your research first. Right. Because, you know, it's not just a walk in the park and it's not yeah. always just, it's not always just fun. You're going to learn a lot, mm-hmm. but it's not always fun. Yeah. Yeah. Right. It's, it's we're not, honestly, this is not a my, party. This my... is an exploration. Right. My ideal situation would be in a sort of like a clinical facility or like. Oh, um, that would be horrible for the first time. Really? Oh, my God. Unless, well, it could be, be it could be done right. But I think I think the Mm -hmm. way to do it is like, you know, a small dose, half gram or less and just go be out in nature. Mm. I think that's the the way to initiate because nature is everything. Nature is everything. It's it's well, got so, your back. It's going to teach you. You're going to learn. You're going to come into contact with it. You're going to be able to communicate with trees. For fuck's sake. Mm-hmm. I feel like if it was me, because I'm I'm not one with nature at all. <laughs> like nature is. It's, I don't know why, but we just don't get along. Um, so I feel like if I was to be out in nature, going through that kind of a, an experience. What about like, is there like a nervous. nice park where you live? Like a, a chill park where you would just, where you could just see yourself hanging out all day? Uh, 
No, not really. My home would be the only place that I could see myself. Okay. <laughs> well, so, 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 like I'm saying, it's different for everybody. So maybe, maybe you're the type. You get a couple awesome, funny movies. Maybe one, like a mind bender kind of movie, and one funny one. So you could go either way, right? Yeah. yeah. And then go that way, or or what else? What else works is guaranteed. Just put on some Pink Floyd. Guaranteed, mm. guaranteed. Pink Floyd lights on, lights off. Totally different experience. Two different experiences right there with the same band. Oh my god! Right. Pink Floyd lights on. One experience with white walls. Like oh my god, look at all the rainbows. And that that gets to be too much. Turn the lights off, and you're like, wow. Then you go into your head. Sometimes that gets to be too much. You don't want to be in your head. Turn the light on, mm. then you look at something. You're like, oh, look at that. You're out of your head. Wow. It's that easy. So, but so you got, but you got to have a coach, right? You got to have somebody that that's been through it. That yeah, knows. someone who's experienced. Yeah. Right, right, right. Because, because like, have like a I, trying to yeah, because there's with you. you know, because the only thing a bad trip is is like somebody in the wrong environment. Yeah. Or 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 you went too deep in your head and you didn't have your bro to be like, hey, buddy, dude, let's watch this comedy. Right. You know? And that's all it would have taken. It's just, oh, shift. Oh, yeah, comedy. <laughs> mm. But sometimes it gets dark. Oh. Like sometimes I cried myself to sleep. I've done it by myself. Really? So, uh, yeah, yeah it sometimes does... it gets horribly dark. But it's all about, once again, set and setting. Like, what is your set? What, where, what is the mindset that you're going into it with? Yeah. And then what is the environment that you're in? So if, if your mindset isn't good, don't do it. You know, you only want to do the shit when you're happy. Like, sometimes it's good for exploratory shit. But, but warning, you might cry yeah. yourself to sleep. You'll, you'll figure some shit right. out. But, it, you know, it's not going to be a walk in the park. Mm -hmm. powerful stuff man and i mean um you know i've pretty much tried every psychedelic i could get my hand on except for you know um angel dust kind of scares me (laughs) so why, why does it scare you is it just because i've seen people that have done it and it changes them they're they're slower afterwards Mm, I see. Okay, so it's, yeah. it seems like it leaves lasting effects. Seems, yeah, seems like there might be a lasting effect. So I'm not okay. down with that. Um, okay. Not okay. down with that. Um, but I've got yeah. mescaline, ketamine, you know, psilocybin, water LSD, and I was able to actually able to get the pure liquid LSD. You know the movie. Uh, you know, um, what's that? Breaking Bad, or the show, yeah. right? Breaking Bad. Yeah. So, yeah. one of the guys that was involved with that um, yeah. was a chemist. So they don't talk about this in the show, but one of the guys that was involved with that guy was this chemist from Palo Alto, and he was making everything you can imagine. He was making like Grateful oh. Dead acid. Wow. You know, like super pure ultra pure liquid lsd he was providing the grateful dead with it and you know, a bunch of other bands i wow. was able to get a hold i was able to get a hold of some of this 
at that point, I tried LSD probably 65 times, right, by doing blotter, mm -hmm. piece of paper. Yeah. And, and when you do yeah. blotter, you never know what the hell it is. It's, mm -hmm. there could be chemicals and cut. And so sometimes you would cramp up and have a horrible reaction, like physically. Like, what the mm, hell is okay. that? Why is my back spasming? Like, what is going on? Right. Because right. strychnine, like rat poison was used as a as, as a as a cut in some of them oh literally my God, that's awful yeah yeah but so Jeez. when i tried this pure liquid stuff like normally when you There's take a piece of paper that. it was it was completely different it was like apples and oranges mind-blowing right so normally when you take one of these you know just whatever piece of paper put it on your tongue you have no idea what it is hope yeah. the, the chemist knew what he was doing and cared about you you know yeah, yeah. Um, and there's no fillers right you're, right you're just hoping all that and it usually takes 45 minutes to come on and the first sign that it's coming on is your stomach it's all wiggly and you feel super queasy and you're like "Ooh, do i have to shit do i Ooh, I oh god i just don't feel comfortable like yeah. and that lasts for like an hour but with the what? real stuff with the real stuff it comes on in 10 minutes there's none of that all of a sudden mm. you could i could be in the middle of a conversation with you right now look at something that's white and it would just be all rainbows and that's the only sign like oh i guess i'm tripping wow so clean so pure you could totally go through normal life on it like, and I have, and, and <laughs> oh my God, I have so many stories. <laughs> I drove home in a rainstorm on four hits acid once. That was brutal. What? Yeah. Each raindrop was full of rainbows. <laughs> so you just had rainbows just raining down. On your but it was car. brutal. But it was brutal because I'm like, don't pay attention to the rainbows. Look at the fucking road, Dave. Look at the fucking road, Dave. And I'm like, but the rainbows, they're so pretty. <laughs> but no, look at the fucking road, Dave. Look at the fucking road. Oh, how brutal. did you not get pulled over? How did I not? Crash? How how long of a drive was it? All the way across San Francisco. Like oh. all the way through, all the way across a fucking city. My Nailed it! <laughs> Are you fucking yeah. kidding me? So I know time travel is possible. Wow. I'm, I'm, I'm in shock. Yeah. I'm literally in shock. Wow. I should have been pulled over 52 times and I should have been in 10 accidents. Right? Oh my god. But it didn't well, you live to tell the tale. Okay. <laughs> you clearly did something right. Somewhere, somewhere along the line, I guess I did somewhere. Yeah. Definitely have a huge, huge band of guardian angels. Yeah. Still trying to figure out why. <laughs> Don't try to figure out why and just live in yeah, it. I'm good. I'm just rolling with it. Yep, yeah. they're there. I know it. I hope they're still there. But I'm not testing them like I used to. Yeah. Don't question it. All right, I need to pack it in. I'm tired. You and I should schedule another talk. 
Yeah. I'm going to follow you right now. And, uh, yes, let's do that as well. Okay. Yeah, do me a favor. Um, I'm kind of scatterbrained, but yeah, shoot me a message on Instagram if you want to do a talk. I would love to. Uh, well, wow, we covered so much ground. Sounds like we have a lot in common. We could go really deep. Mm-hmm. We, we could Literally. do a weekly show. <laughs> we, we could. I oh, think we're else? interesting. <laughs> whatever you want to do. That's awesome. Yeah, but I'm down. Yes, yes. And you're awesome. Okay. So you have a wonderful night, and thank you so much. This has oh, been a blast. Thank you. I had so, so, so much fun, and I can't wait to do this again. Yeah, you're awesome. me too. And I hope the best for you and your art, and I hope you keep being a wonderful person because you deserve happiness and joy. Thank you, my friend. Namaste. The light in me sees the light in you. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> Thank you. All right. I'll talk to Have you. Have a good night. Bye. All right. Thanks for tuning in to another episode and another thing with Dave. Please follow, subscribe, and share. I'm on all social media and another thing with Dave. And keep seeking the truth.